What's going on, everybody? Episode 15 of Night Coffee Podcast. Um, not being recorded at night. Uh, this is going to be a same-day upload, uh, day late. But honestly, I'm thinking of switching my upload day to Sunday instead of Saturday. <clears throat> we, um, we had some schedule changes in the family, so my Saturdays are pretty busy now. Um, and also I'm trying to make sure that, um, especially training for this next competition coming up, I'm getting all of my, uh, strongman training in, uh, like for my event days on Saturday. That way I have all of Sunday to recover, uh, because Mondays I always deadlift. Uh, but in this event, in this, um, competition coming up, I have, uh, yoke and a sandbag that I trained for on um, Saturday. Uh, shout out to Aunt Cole for getting me my sandbags. Those have been super helpful and uh, greatly appreciated. Um, but like the way I do my workout schedule or my, my training schedule is Mondays I deadlift. Wednesday is always my overhead press. Um, and then Fridays I do stones, um, which... It, that will change for my third competition because my third competition I don't think has a stone, but I'll I'll have to see. Um, but anyway, Fridays I do stones, which are my favorite, and then uh, Saturday I do uh, whatever is left over, which for my last competition was sandbag carry and farmer's walks and this time it's um yoke and sandbags so i guess kind of like my moving my moving event day <clears throat> everything else can be trained during the week as like a regular lift um i think maybe like i would train stones on my deadlift day um but they're so different you know there's so much like some of that goes in so much that goes into it uh, yeah. So speaking of stones, um, I'm pretty sure I talked about it. I started making, uh, and selling Atlas stones, um, for the side hustle. And, um, I sold my first, well, I, well, I sold one, I sold one to a buddy of mine. Uh, but outside of my network of friends, um, I sold, um, a set one two fifty and one one seventy five, uh, and the guy came to pick it up today, and I can't pick up a two fifty stone without tacky. Like the eighteen inch diameter is just really, really big. Um, it's it's just it's a lot. So I and I told the guy, but you know, when he rolled out, I said, "Hey man, I'll be real. I can't pick these up without tacky. So if we can't get this into your bed, in the into the bed of your truck, um." we're going to have to, um, I'm going to go get some tacky. And he was like, all right, well, let's give it a shot. This and that. So we, we tried to pick it up together and, um, <laughs> I told him, I was like, all right, hold on, man. I can, you know, I can lap this. Give me a second. And I went to go like drive up with my hips to get it over to his truck. And I fell backwards and the stone landed on my stomach. Um, and nothing was hurt except for my pride. That shit was embarrassing as fuck. Um, <laughs> but whatever, <laughs> you know. Oh, speaking of which, where's my handy dandy pen? I know I, I know I have that shit somewhere. 
What the fuck? Oh, here we go. I have another set of stones to get on the 16th. So, going a little bit out of order here. Fourth order. 250-175. Making good use of the calendar. Not for the podcast, though. Um... Yeah, things are things are getting a little bit unorthodox with the podcast. Um, you know, <clears throat> at first I was I was kind of struggling and um, dealing with um, not staying on as schedule like as much as I wanted as as on schedule as I wanted to. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, but you know, life throws a million curveballs at you. Opportunities open up. And, uh, I'm not going to be able to necessarily keep the one week guest, one week solo, uh, routine that I was doing be <clears throat> just because it's kind of going to be like a, a get in where you fit in type of thing. If a, if a week feels like it's going to be open for a guest, I'll do a guest. If it's, if it's, if it's a solo, uh, then, then it's going to be a solo, um, I think the hard thing with the solo episodes is that it's going to be hard to not talk about the same shit. Um, because while my life is busy, it's busy with the same repeating things. You know, uh, my oldest son just started martial arts. So we have that going on. Um, I'm constantly almost, you know, every third day I'm, I'm pouring stone molds. Um, you know, my wife has her stuff going on uh, with her with her working out and her her side hustles. Uh, you know, two kids and everything like that's it's a lot. Um, but I I'm not I'm not gonna give up on the podcast. You know, I still enjoy doing this. I'm just not able to pursue it as uh, uh, feverently. I think is that a word as um, just just as much like I'm not going to be able to pursue it um as heavily as I would like to. You know, it, it's it's going to be a much slower build than I thought it would be. Um but you know, it's cool. Um eventually I'll start, you know, paying money for advertisement and stuff like that, but right now uh, I'm just looking for the organic growth. Um but that being said, um life is like really really good. Uh part of the reason I haven't uh, recorded earlier than today is because honestly, I, I've just been focusing more on like getting my sleep, you know, for a while I was, uh, uh, saying like, okay, yeah, I need to sleep, but I also have this to do. Um, recently though, I haven't cared, especially because allergies are acting up. So, uh, I have a harder time getting to sleep with my mask on some nights so it's important that I get in the bed and get my mind in the mindset of, you know, going to sleep. But, uh, yeah. So that's what's going on with that. I'm, it's just constant go, go, go. And the plus side of that is that I'm, I'm never bored, you know, like at all. Um, downside, I can never keep my goddamn garage clean. There's always concrete shit everywhere. Like even today, I got to go pick up more concrete. 
which I'm not necessarily complaining about. I am complaining about having to do the work. I get really tired of, um, cause I got, you know, I got to do my stone stuff at night, you know, cause hashtag dad life. Uh, so that's one thing that I sacrifice sleep for because I've made a promise to customers that they're going to have their stones at a certain time. Um, but, um, so yeah, second competition coming up May 2nd. Um, that one's going to be, that one's going to be really fun. That's in Frankfurt. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm feeling confident about it. I just yesterday did, um, my yoke walk for, I think it was six, six fifty is the competition weight. And I was able, I was able to do that, which I don't know if any of you know how heavy 650 pounds are, but it's a lot, it's a lot. It's really heavy, even if you're carrying it across your back, but I was able to do it and my hips only hurt a little bit. So that's good. I had a, I had a hell of a lower back pump, man. That was, it was like, it was painful cleaning up the weight because I have to carry it out to the road because the competition, you have to carry it 50 feet. Um, and my, my driveway is not 50 feet. I wish it was because there's like a slight incline, uh, in my driveway. And, um, I, there was a, there's a professional strongman, Mateusz Kieselkowski. Um, he's Polish, but he said that when he trains his frames and his yokes and, you know, anything moving, he does it on this very slight incline of a ramp that he's built. Um, and he said that like, when you do that, it completely changes how your, uh, how your moving events go because it, it trains you to move up. So when you go flat, I guess you just move faster. Uh, stone. I mean, I've got the stone in the bag, you know, I'm still going to train for it very seriously. Uh, cause I want to get more reps on this next stone than I did on my last one. Um, so I'm timing my, like I changed it up a little bit. I started timing myself. So I, I always see how many reps I can get in uh, a minute. And uh, I train without tacky on the 175 stone for my medium days um, to get my grip better. And then uh, for my 250, I will still throw on tacky because otherwise I'd get zero reps. As embarrassing as that is. <clears throat> um, but, you know, with tacky on. I'm hoping to get at least four because my last stone was a 290 stone. And I think the one that we're going to be lifting... At this next competition is, hold on, I can tell you actually. I always, for my competition, what I started doing is I set my events as my background. That way I I always have them there in my face. Um, stone over bar, my weight is 286. So, I mean, not like, it's like four pounds less, but, you know. Like, I look at some of these other ones, man, like the uh, the heavyweight, what is this? I, oh, I can't even see it. The, if I were to compete open, it would be the 265 open. Let's see. It's in my screenshots. Their weight is 366. Jesus Christ. That's a lot, man. I'm going to have to lose some weight if I want to be competitive in this shit. I mean, I could do 366 eventually, but fuck. The... 
the 231 open, which it would be the next class that I would be even able to look at, is uh, 231 open. So as long as I was at or under 230, that would put me at losing 30 pounds, though, man. I don't know if I want to do that shit. might just be easier to get stronger. Putting on weight is fun, but taking it off is a pain in the dick. Um, so I've had a slight, not like a, it's not a change, I guess, but for some reason, and my, my wife thinks I'm just being edgy when I say this, uh, and I'm not, but I, um, I've, been, I've listened to black metal for like a couple of years now, probably three years. I've, I started getting like really, really into black metal. Um, and I like, I, I love black metal. It makes me happy. It, um, it, it's just it's just very dark like you know like it's 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 supposed to be evil but the funny thing about it is like if you like know anything about like the bands and the the people that make this kind of music like they take themselves way too seriously like one band that i just recently got into i found out they formed in uh, 1989 1989 um it's i think i think it's pronounced Beherit. Um, it's a Finnish black metal band and they only had, they had one song that I like, I would listen to a lot, but I started listening to more of their music and I actually just found out they released a new album. Uh, but I was reading their description and their goal with the band and their goal was to create the most primitive and evil, pure black metal. And that's, it's so corny. Like, that's what I like about it. I think is it's very corny, but it sounds really cool. Like the music in itself is very good, but the people that make it are like dorks and that's cool. I wish I could be one of those dorks. I wish I could make black metal, but I'm like the only person I know that listens to black metal, unfortunately. And that's not me trying to be like a cool hipster dude. Like it would be nice to uh, meet more people that listen to black metal uh, because then I'd have someone to talk with about it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I also just found a very, like, I, I, I don't know. I've just been really, really into everything, uh, black metal and death metal recently. Not, not so much. I don't, I don't really listen to that much death metal. Like the sound production quality on, on death metal is cool, but there's, I feel like you just can't beat like the atmosphere of black metal. It's just very, it's very, uh, unique. It's really cool. Um, I found a website recently that sells like all sorts of uh, black metal, uh, vinyl, cassettes, uh, and CDs, and so I ordered a I ordered a cassette from there because uh, my wife took the dang Bose speaker. So I came home the other day to work out, and I was looking for the speaker, and I couldn't find it anywhere. So I had to I had to lift listening to Joy Division, which I'm not like necessarily upset about. You know, it's Joy Division's Unknown Pleasure, which I like because I love, I love Joy Division. It's one of my favorite bands, um, even more so within the past, like, like I don't know, like six, six months, probably half a year. Um, uh, I just, I've just really come to appreciate everything that uh, Joy Division offers. Um, and I, but I couldn't really get into New Order. 
They're just a bit too happy for me. Um, but yeah, that's the reason I had to start getting, getting my, uh, my hard copies of my black metal up there. That way, um, when the Bose speaker is unavailable, I can just bust out the old boom box. Uh, <laughs> you know, the reason I actually got that thing is because, uh, I've said it on here before. My, my favorite album of all time is disintegration by the cure. I have it on vinyl. Um, but I first listened to it on tape. So I got that tape from my mom and I was like, well, I have this tape. Might as well find, you know, get, get something to play it on. Like I hadn't heard the album before on like three different media formats. So I've heard it on vinyl. I've heard it on cassette and I've heard it digital because it's just such an easy album to put on. Like it's just, it's so good. Um, but as far as like black metal goes, I only have vinyls of black metal, which I have um, Death Crush by Mayhem, which is their first album. Uh, it's very rudimentary, but like very good. Um, I don't know that I don't even know the name of the of the Borzum album that I have, but it's pretty good. You know, Borzum is always good, even though uh, Varg Vikernis is a piece of shit. Um, and then I have Mayhem's The Hen House Recordings. And that's cool as like a memorabilia piece, but like the recording is ass. It's very bad. There's only like eight songs on there and they're on there like, but the songs are all duplicated. So really there's four songs put in different orders on either side. Um, and it was recorded on a tape deck where Mayhem was staying uh, during their time when um, Dead was still in the band he was their singer for a little bit, not even enough time to like record anything. I think that there's a bootleg album that's, that is around. Um, <clears throat> it's called Dawn of the Black Hearts. And it's like, it's just, it's so largely in circulation now that it's just kind of seen as part of their discography, but it was never officially recorded in the studio. And um, the album cover is actually dead suicide photo. So like Euronymous, the guitar player for the band, um, I put a sh I should have put that phone on vibrate, man. I don't care. That's gonna be a beautiful spring week. Get out of here. Um, but Euronymous, the guitar player of May and like and I think founder of Mayhem, he came home and found dead. You know, dead. He had killed himself. Um, and instead of like calling the police right away, he called up his friends and took pictures of it like rearrange the body uh, to make it look cool. And that's their album cover for Dawn of the Black Hearts. So, I mean, like, I guess, you know, do what you do. But like, it's like, really, that's really fucking shitty. <laughs> but they that's what I'm talking about. Like these, these guys take themselves too seriously and like, um, they're always trying to like one up each other and it kind of all came to a head <clears throat> when, uh, Varg Beekernes killed Euronymous. That's when I think the Norwegian second wave black metal scene was like, um, all right, let's chill out a little bit. So, yeah, it, I mean, they got some really good music out of that deal. And they're still, they're still really great. I think, I want to say there's like a resurgence of black metal coming around. I don't, I think what, what got me into black metal 
first was I was listening to the last podcast on the left and they did a black metal, uh, a three part black metal series that I found on there. And, uh, pretty much like once a year, I'll go back and I'll re-listen to that series just cause it's so good. Like the story is so like, um, confusing, but like intertwining, you know, like just a group, a group of like shithead young kids in Norway, uh, and Finland, Sweden, just, uh, being assholes, you know, but like making some really fucking good music. My wife told me that she thinks that, um, I like certain shit on purpose or like, maybe I don't really, I like it because it is seen as like wrong or edgy. And, uh, that's not true. (laughs) I can definitely see where like that thought would, would arise from, but, um, I can't listen to anything if I don't actually think it's good. Um, and it's weird. It's weird. Um, I love, and this happened organically. I don't even know why it happened, but I love listening to black metal while I grill. Like it just works. It works so well. I think one of the first albums I listened to when I was grilling, I think I was grilling, I was either grilling chicken or steak, one of the two. And I put on, it was either an album by uh, Watane or Bathory. And I was just like, just there, like, man, this fits like really well. And then after that, I listened to Transylvanian Hunger by Dark Throne. And that is just like, to me, like a staple for black metal uh, albums. <clears throat> it's just, it's really good. And the cool thing too, is there's a, there's a documentary. Um, I don't even remember what it's called. Hold on. I always, I always say this and then I, like, I, just, I just pull my phone up. Uh, that's the beauty of having, I'm also a tab whore. Do you guys keep tabs open a lot? I do it a lot. Like I have like 14 tabs open right now that I have saved for different things. Um, until the light. Yes. Until the light takes us. It's a, it's a documentary. Um, Yes, it's a documentary about black metal and it follows um, Fenris of Dark Throne and it, it even has Varg Vikernes in there. It has him on here. It says Varg Vikernes of Mayhem, but he was only the bassist of Mayhem until um, he killed Euronymous and then he went to jail. Uh, but his most famous act is Burzum. Like, that's his brain, baby. And now he's got a YouTube channel. Um, his name is Louis Cachet. I'm pretty sure that's not his name. This is wrong. His real name, his real name is Christian. Hmm. That's weird. Uh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Uh, he's like a white supremacist and everything. Apparently he has books. Oh, my, my Farag mythic fantasy role playing game. Yeah, you had to, wow, had to acronym that, huh? I've heard about this this role-playing game. Apparently, it's really fucking in-depth to the point where, like, you have to roll to, um, like, farm. 
which is weird to me. That's it's, I mean, it's, I don't know. That should also tell you uh, what a big fucking dork most of these guys are. Like, a, a lot of them were into Lord of the Rings and D&D and stuff like that. And they even pulled their names from there. Like, um, Gorgoroth is a, is a place in Middle-earth, and Borzum is dark language for um, darkness. So, <laughs> like, <clears throat> this guy, like... Varg will even get on YouTube and um, I think he has a separate YouTube channel. His main one is Thulian Perspective. Um, but he has a separate one where he'll get the fans involved uh, and have them like he'll he will play the game with people through YouTube videos. Um, I mean, I guess to each their own. I I couldn't be bothered to have time for that shit. I do one day hope to have enough time to play D and D again, though, because I miss I miss playing D and D. Um. All right, guys. I think I'm gonna end it here. Um, it was a pretty good episode length. Um, thank you guys for listening again. Sorry for uploading so late. You know, life gets super busy, uh, so it's just kind of one of those things where you got to restructure your schedule and everything. Uh, So, you know, go ahead and like the Instagram at Night Coffee Pod, like the Facebook page, Night Coffee Podcast. Um, Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Y'all have a good day.